Let's get it on. This is the Strength and Skills Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Dennis. <laughs> Hello, everyone. So, what we got in store today is an episode just about warm-up. Warming up, how you do it, how you should do it, how you shouldn't do it, and what's stupid and what's intelligent. Exactly. And we will talk about weighted warm-ups and skills warm-ups. So, have everything in. So, do you want to get it started? Like, how do you warm up? How how do I would, I would your, say, your clients start, warm up? Let, let's start with, a, with something like a general warm-up that's probably the thing for everybody. Exactly. All right. Um, first of all, most people think what they have to do is get on a treadmill and just run a little bit. And then there's the other group that thinks that these people are stupid and you have to do 45 minutes of mobility training before you even start training. And then there's the people that just go to the squat rack and start squatting. In my opinion, yeah. none of them <laughs> are right. <laughs> Looking at it, it is definitely a thing that you can bring your heart rate up. It is okay. You don't need to but you can do so. If you feel better with it, you can do so. I have, like, for example, I'm a person, I uh, I bike to the gym. So that's, your that's, that's like, that's my cardiovascular warm-up, if you want to say like that. Or I used to do some movement like jo uh, rope jumping or something like that. Just to, okay. to get the... Blood the, rush? Yeah, exactly. To just to get the, the heart pumping and get blood everywhere and just tell your body okay it's it's time to start yeah uh for me i don't do that i i just don't don't mm -hmm. like it for mm -hmm. me I, I do it in general i do it a little bit more specific that i just warm up the areas that i really need for mm -hmm. the day that that's coming up so if that's like okay today it's squats and heavy dips uh in my case i'm the weighted guy <laughs> um so I usually warm up the whole body, but that's more specific to I make sure my hips are um, ready for, for rolling. Uh, I do have some routines I do, uh, as usual, um, but that's a little bit more my individual thing. Mm -hmm. And that's something we definitely have to dive into, as every person should have their own style of warming up, but there are some... Like like general rules that what you should do. So what you should do is definitely getting a little bit warmed up by some specific stuff, like uh, having having your shoulder girdle warm, having your hips warm. Um, everything is ready to fire. Like uh, if you have a have an office job mm -hmm. and you sat all day. Probably your hips are not in the best condition to cool. start squatting yeah. right away. <laughs> That's yeah. something you shouldn't do. Um, so warm up the hips with maybe a mobility flow. You can do so, but this one shouldn't go for 45 minutes. You can do that in like five minutes. Yeah. I So like I generally, generally uh, start with a whole body warm-up, even though if um, 
I only train upper body, let's say, mm-hmm. but usually if you have skills in it, it's good to still have uh, warm hips. That's Where super important. So let's say I start like from top and I just go to bottom. Mm-hmm. I move my neck around. I do everything like around 10 to 12 until 20 reps, like just circling around, circling the arms. So everything gets nice and warm and move from up to down. And then, uh, depending on the day, I start a certain uh, specific routine. Mm-hmm. So if I know my first exercise are, for example, heavy pull-ups, mm-hmm. I do exactly like you said too, a specific warm-up for uh, scapula, shoulders, some light pull-ups, um, and see how I feel. Mm-hmm. I use the warm-up a lot to uh, see how fit I am too. Uh, mm-hmm. Since some of my training is uh, based on auto-regulating uh, factors, um, especially the weighted stuff, I see like how I feel when I warm up too, and how how I'm gonna approach the session. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel, for example, little things that I use as as like markers to see um, how tired I am, for example or how far I'm into the weeks, like it gets worse and worse and something. I notice like how much fatigue I'm uh, accumulating is like my grip strength. Uh, mm-hmm. When I grab the bar for the warm up and just to warm up a bit the shoulders. That's actually um, a pretty good indicator for, yeah. for how, how yeah. good you are, how fatigued you are. Exactly, yeah. And I feel my grip strength. Even before grip strength, usually the thing that gets more tired is uh, the explosiveness. So it's, uh, it's the first thing that goes, like if you have uh, a plan that's structured around four weeks, usually you see that at the end of week two or starting of week three, um, the explosiveness starts like to get worse. Yeah. And then around week four, you feel the grip strength going and then you know it's time for a deload and you know that the load you had was good enough to make you tired in the, the time it had yeah. to make you tired and you get to a deload when you need it yeah. without like wasting useless time and those are markers that are super super important uh, so i like to do some explosive pull-ups maybe sometimes um if if i have muscle ups in the plan or so before or um i like to do handstand push-ups <clears throat> as a marker of fatigue too uh, it's mm-hmm. a movement that I don't have in the plan right now, for example, and I just put it in my warm-up routine to keep it fresh uh, because it's a skill that takes a lot of work and a lot of um, practice. Mm-hmm. So I just do one rep for three sets, which is enough to maintain it and keep it nice. Uh, and I feel if I'm tired or not. And if I really feel too tired to do it, and I know it will uh have effects on my training i leave it out it's like something i put in sometimes and i don't put in all the time so depending on how i feel so i i keep my warm-up similar but not the exact same all the time yeah Uh, same here that yeah what i also do is checking my readiness Mm -hmm. uh but that's already something that i i start that when i when I'm on the way into the gym, mm-hmm. uh, like getting mentally ready for this. Um, 
And that's that's a very important factor, actually, as I noticed, if I don't do that and start doing that in the gym, my workout is mostly not so much on point <laughs> as uh, when I start doing that, hyping myself up in the car when I'm on the way to the gym. Okay. Um, uh, and then when I come to the gym, yeah. um, everything, yeah, I just put on my, my, my clothes and stuff. Uh, but uh, I do check explosiveness. I do mm -hmm. check this grip strength thing. Mm -hmm. um, and another indicator for me is also balance and handstands. Yeah. Massive thing. Yeah, that's that's with the handstand push-ups very, very similar. Like, I feel the, like, this often, like, little muscles that you use for, mm -hmm. for stability and holding something, they just... They don't want anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you know how ready you are for the workout yeah. today, and that's pretty well if you're auto-regulated, mm -hmm. um, so that you can definitely lower the progression or lower the um, the weight for whatever you do on mm -hmm. that day. Um, and that's not only for uh, stuff on the upper body, um, as when you when you warm up. And you probably feel a little bit tired in the shoulder girdle, round about your scapula and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Then the workout probably won't go too well. Yeah, it depends. Sometimes it's good if you feel it when there is a little bit of fatigue there. Yeah. Then you feel it a little bit better, and you definitely perform better. That was the case actually today. Yeah, for me the same. Today I, I went into the workout. Uh, pretty sore because I had a, a pretty long deloads, let, let's say, uh, before getting into this week again. So I felt a bit sore from the first session, but it didn't tire me too much. I, I went super well today and I yeah. feel my, my muscles very, very well. That's well. Yeah. Um, for me, it was definitely my shoulder girdle that was a little bit tired. All the little small muscle, muscle fibers around my scapula, they, mm -hmm. they, they were just screaming. Mm -hmm. uh, but... Actually, that was good for me as I felt a little bit better, and uh, so I could do my dips a little bit better. Um, that was that was well. Mm -hmm. um, also, what I what I like to do is also checking the readiness of my hips. Yeah. Before um, I do, in my case, I do my squats, but I think that's something you can also use for uh, skills and stuff. Yeah. Doing some um, something. I learned from, uh, you might know that, functional range conditioning. So they're doing these CARS stuff. Mm -hmm. What me in, in the end, it means just uh, moving your ligaments in the most, can I say, extended position? Extended, yeah, most. Uh, yeah, I, I think, yeah. In, in, in the right, end yeah. range of your yeah, motion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and really moving it there, very slow and very controlled. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's what I do with my arms, with my wrists, yeah. with my legs, um, even with my ankles. Um, that works pretty well as a warm-up for me. Um, I do recommend that to my own athletes. And um, I think for them it works pretty well too. Um, that's, that's some stuff we actually do all the time. And then there are some people who do, like, going on the on the treadmill for five minutes or something. That's it's okay to me. Yeah. I don't do it, but I don't judge it if you do it. Yeah. If if you if you feel better with that, that's probably okay. Yeah. And I the only thing is it 
like it can be your only war uh, like warm up. Yeah, it you should, can do it, it shouldn't be the only one. It shouldn't be the only warm up because if you go and do an exercise and I think people have more respects for weights. So when they know they, they have to do weighted stuff, they usually do warm up sets like they do uh, squats with just a bar and like do 10 to 15 reps. It depends. I had athletes that didn't do that and I didn't know that. That was crazy. They did it for months and they just jumped into it doing like deadlifting 150 kg oh my God. without doing any warm-ups. <laughs> that was crazy. And I, then we had a conversation about, I don't know, I don't remember what we were talking about, but uh, we came to this topic doing warm-up sets and they looked at me, what do you mean by warm-up sets? And I was like, it was completely normal to me. So I didn't even mention it before and we were training together for months. Yeah. I mean it's online coaching. I don't see everything they do, but uh that that was that was crazy. So oh, from yeah, that yeah, moment yeah. on I realized it's not that normal to people as it is for me. Yeah. So see. do your warm-up sets and do it smart. Yeah. yeah? So actually when you do weighted warm-up sets. <laughs> so yeah, it's like explain how 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 would you structure a weighted warm-up set, for example, for squats. Actually what we already mentioned, yeah. uh, doing your yeah, yeah, the, your, after, after the general one, general one after doing this hip specific one, yeah. and then like you you go to the bar and uh, you probably start doing squats only with the bar or you already I, know I already I, I do start with the with only the bar mm -hmm. usually yeah, that's what I do too. Uh, sometimes it depends a little bit on on how I do feel on that day. Mm -hmm. I do some act, um, activating stuff like sometimes when I sat all day. From work, um, I do have to activate my glutes before yeah. um, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's something I recommend to everybody. Yeah, doing like like one leg uh, hip thrusts and stuff like that. Uh, sometimes I need some leg extensions and stuff to get my quads firing. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. works pretty well to me. Yeah. Um, but you will find your exercise that you feel very well and that helps you just yeah really bringing. The muscle fibers to firing, yeah, and that that's what you want there. Um, that's what I actually do before, and uh, then I go to the bar, do really squatting only the barbell, <laughs> yeah. and then putting on weight. Yeah. And that that's I, in my case, I do start usually with two twenty fives on the side, mm -hmm. uh, but that depends on yeah. how strong you are exactly in the yeah. end. Yeah, so. I, I think that's something you have to feel for yourself. For example, um, let's take, yeah, uh, squats. I'm not used to doing them. I, I haven't started too long ago to do them again uh, after a few years off. So um, I really warm up very well for them. I take my time. Yep. I really like the leg extension um, to like activate the quads nicely. I like Bulgarian split, uh, split squats a lot uh, because um, I can stretch, like I use them to stretch my, my psoas at the yeah. same time, uh, which is a bit too short, especially from sitting all the time, being student and stuff. <laughs> and um, then I, yeah, I do like my squats uh, with the, only the bar and then like I load 20 kilos for the end. I go from there like in in 10 to 20 kilo steps, something like that. And in dips, um, I warm up more than for pull-ups too, for example. 
pull-ups, I feel like I can, like, I usually start with 20 kg as a warm-up, then go up to 30 or 35, and then I do start. You, do you do body weight before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do body weight before. Okay. And I, like, sometimes I had, like, one-on pull-up work before, so I had an extra specific routine for the one-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't even need to warm up for them, but I like doing one or two sets yeah. to feel. And with dips... Um, I'm a bit more careful and I do a few more. So it's not like a written rule how many you have to do. It's a lot how you feel on that day and to get a feeling how the weight will be and how much monster you need to drink to really make the set. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee junkies. <laughs> All right. Um, what, what I like to mention, um, especially for uh, upper body movements, I think that's something very underestimated is uh, activation drills for the shoulder girdle. I think that's something that uh, does need to be mentioned as it is something we needed in weighted and we yeah. also needed in uh, all the skill work. So and girdle is belt for everyone. Think. Shoulder girdle. Shoulder girdle. You Shoulder girdle. It's usually what? shoulder girdle. Yeah. The German really? It's it like kindergarten. How funny. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he's Ooh. learning a vocabulary. Yeah. Nice. Cool. So, so um, all the all the little uh, muscles around your scapula. That's the thing you need to activate before. Uh, you, you don't need to, but it, it probably will improve your performance. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. As yeah scapular positioning is something so important even for weighted as it is for uh skills you shouldn't underestimate that and uh you're wasting potential if you don't do so yeah definitely so learn how to move your scapula in every direction like elevation depression uh, protraction and even retraction so move it in all the ways move it around yeah. and those um, are very good drills to do for example with or you can use a resistant band or only against the air uh, air you can do it uh, more articularity so just one arm and like like go, go through the motions it's yeah, very yeah, very yeah. important and exactly what uh, thing you said before uh, I think that's very mm -hmm. underestimated especially in skills is everyone forgets about their glutes and their legs. Mm -hmm. So especially the hip and glute area, it's super important as a skills athlete and your first exercise is planche to really understand how to feel uh, your hamstrings, to feel your glutes and to understand the compression of, uh, of the abs very well. Like these three things are things that I have to say 10 times over in feedbacks usually because people don't activate them well so um i for example before i planche i do a lot of hip mobility uh so i i move my hip around a lot i um work a bit of my ha on my hamstrings i even do some leg curls because uh, i used to always get cramps in the hamstrings mm -hmm. now i don't anymore um I activate my glutes doing some um, one leg hip thrust or just some hip thrusts and I do some dragon flags to really feel my abs or just hanging leg raises so some compression work and that's something very very important also in, in all the weighted movements having a very 
stable core yeah. and really being able to use that. Yeah. So you you have to like to feel your core before you go and do the exercise. Otherwise, it's super hard, especially if you deadlift or you squat uh, with very high weights. If you lose uh, the tension there, it's not good. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, we, we don't need to hype that up too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of as I, I think the, the uh, do, do you remember remember the book? Um, I think it was Core Performance. That was a big thing in the fitness industry. And it, that was a little bit overhyped, but mm -hmm. uh, it is true that the core is something like the power center of your of your body, and if you have activated everything in there very well, you definitely just perform better. Yeah. But one thing I definitely need to mention now: warming up, as big as it sounds right now should be a warm-up. Warming up is not a workout and you shouldn't be fatigued by that. Yeah. That's something very important as we, we talk a whole episode about warming up now, but you don't, you, you shouldn't take all the information that we are <laughs> and now And I'll just go now. warm up for half an hour. No, <laughs> it, it doesn't work like that. So my, I don't know how long your warms, warm-ups are, but mine usually are between 12 like around 12 minutes i think yeah. 12 to 15 minutes for and me I think that's a good time and like in in these 15 minutes i started doing my first warm-up sets for squats for example already exactly so, so it, it's the same to me yeah. usually it depends a little bit on the day yeah when i do have a bad day yeah mm -hmm. like you jump into it and you just don't feel that well my warm-up usually takes a little bit longer yeah yeah, yeah. i do Without some more doubt. sets um but my warm-up is always in between 10 to 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Usually, it, it tends yeah. to be more 10 minutes than 20. Yeah. Um, but the warm-up sets are not included in that. Exactly, yeah. When, when so I do my warm-up sets, that's a little bit takes a little bit longer. Yeah. As uh, when, when I go up in the weight with squats and stuff. Yeah, that takes a while. It takes a little bit longer. Yeah. And, and that's normal. And the same thing is for planche, for example. Uh, and that's, I think, uh, the point I wanted to make before, like when I said people have respect for weights, but I guess not everyone has, and people think about doing some warm-up sets before, uh, on skills, people don't think like that. They don't think that going into a full planche is extremely stressful for your body, especially if it's like you have a two second hold and it really is a one RM almost for you. And people just go into it, like without even warming up well their elbows, their biceps, etc., etc. And that's a thing that happens extremely often. And I am very careful. Probably not everyone like is, but I, I had, I had my my bad times with planche, and I do some curls to warm up my biceps. I do a mm -hmm. lot of work for my elbows. I do a lot of work for my wrists. I do a lot of work for my serratus. For example, because mm -hmm. if you you like um, make a planche and you lean it from the floor, like you you put it up, uh, leaning from the floor, it uses a lot uh, of those muscles, and many people don't think about it. So, and then I usually uh, do some uh, some uh, planche leans, 
some elevation, some depression work, some retraction, protraction work, uh, maybe do uh, advanced stuck hold, do banded holds uh, to understand how to activate my glutes well when I, when I go into the planche. And only then I do my first uh, set of planche. So, and that takes a while too. And I don't count it as, as like the warm up we were talking uh, yeah, before. Uh, so that's probably other five to 10 minutes only warming up for that movement. For other movements like the one arm pull up, I do some normal pull ups, some archer pull ups if I really want to. Uh, I usually do my one arm pull ups weighted. So maybe if I feel very good on the day, I do a one arm pull up and then I do the weighted one arm pull up. Mm-hmm. So I think I think we we covered all the important points. So what you have to do, and maybe a few things. Uh, what you don't have to do, like uh, Nick said before, uh, many people tend to warm up too much. Mm-hmm. Um, after we recorded this episode in German, I I talked to one of my students, um, and like he warms up for almost half an hour. He warms up forever, and I was like, like, keep it short. He said, I feel good doing that, and I don't feel as tired, and if I do less, my my performance uh, isn't as good. So, so that's okay. So that's okay. Like, okay, like, I still think it's strange, but, and, but if it works for you and it feels good, like, why not? And, yeah. and that's something like you have to find something for you, but try to play around a bit and see if it really helped. Like if you manage to, you, you are, you have a tight schedule and you don't have a lot of time to do everything you need to do to feel good and stay injury free, but uh, without wasting any time. So don't do stuff that just takes up time and doesn't help you at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another thing that we definitely need to mention is how you do your warm-up sets properly. Um, that's something a lot of people do like a little bit too much warm-up sets sometimes also too less of course mm-hmm. um, so for, for me in my opinion you should do like two or, or three warm-ups usually it depends a little bit on on, on how 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 high you go with the weight for weighted. Say, for so, example, if you're warming up for your 90% of your 1RM, I think like exactly. you should do... For a single yeah. something. Um, then then you go up like with like two or three uh, sets on like two to four reps mm-hmm. up to 50%. And yeah. from 50% on, I would ju- jump into it up to 65% with like two more warm-ups mm-hmm. in between yeah. and then maybe in 5% steps yeah. up to the 90% one rep max. Yeah. So that's, like, that's like, yeah, generally I... I it's a little bit difficult. To, yeah, so like three to four warm-up sets uh, exactly until like your 3RM if you want to make your 1RM and then... Um, you you start putting on a bit more weight on and then like you you do your working sets towards the Warner RM yeah. going up like 2.5 plates or something like that what is very important to point out right now is when you do your warm up sets that's something that you do 
to um, make sure you have a good technique, even if you have weight on it. And that's the most important stuff that you have right here. So when you do your warm-ups, you don't have to do like 10 reps or something to get fatigued or something. Um, jump into it on like up to... If it depends a little bit. If you have to squat like 12 reps for three yeah. sets or something, you then it's okay to reps, even yeah. do like six reps or eight reps maybe in the in the warm-up. But the the closer you come to the the weight you're moving, the less reps you do. Yeah. That's the big That's point. That's very important, yeah. So even if you have like a three RM like or three reps to do in your working set, uh, do singles before like yeah. So you have a seventy kilogram dip, and you do a, a single with sixty. You do a single with sixty five if you really have to, and then you do your seventy. Yeah, Something and then like and then you go for seventy for three. Yeah, and that, exactly. that's it. Yeah, and it's the same for squats. Yeah, when you when you start squatting and you you have to do like. A triple of 200. Um, oh, yes, I do say a number that most calisthenics people just... Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, you have to do a, a triple with 200 and uh, you work up. Then you do maybe your last warm-up with 190 for one. And then you do the triple for uh, 200. Yeah. So um, watch out that you don't overdo it. But you can definitely also do two less, and yeah, that's something enough. you can you can see that when you have uh, like three sets, and the first set felt heavier than the last one, you probably didn't warm up well. So if you notice that in your workout, you know it for the next time you, you need better needed a little yeah. bit of more warm up. Yeah. So that that's a that's a good thing to know. Um, yeah. That's for this. So next thing up, uh, so we talked a bit like how we warm up. And usually for me, it goes more in the direction of mobility. So I don't do passive stretching uh, for my warm up. So what's your take on the mobility stretching side of things? Like I do things for reps in usually banded in a certain like range that I will use to have some resistance there and build up some force there so my muscle gets ready to to be stressed mm -hmm. and that's what I like I don't like to keep my muscle in a passive stretch and bring it in a range where it's not ready to um, to resist against the force that will apply to it when I uh, when I do a certain movement let's say if I, I stretch my my biceps and like I stretch it passively super long and it overextends and it's usually not in that range and I planche, I really risk to get injured because like it's not used to uh, have my whole body weight applied on it in that position. And that's why I like like doing uh, resistant band stuff especially and bring it in ranges and with a certain force uh, to like get the blood flowing and, and like get it ready for for the stimulus. So, what's your take on on that? Mm, I would say it depends. Mm. <laughs> the classic answer. Um, so, for me, it is you shouldn't make out of it uh, like thirty minutes of only stretching. 
Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you're, for me, it's mostly for squats. Yeah. Um, or for handstands. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes okay. I'm I'm a little bit just tight and yeah. can't get into the position right as as I, maybe I'm I'm very fatigued. Yeah. Or maybe I was sitting all day and yeah. th- then I do some stretches. Yeah, that is so I do that too. That's very true. Like I'm I'm talking about muscles that get super stressed during the exercise. In the handstand, for example, I I open up my shoulder and do passive stretches for them too because just doing some shoulder dislocation isn't enough. And, and that makes even sense because you yeah. open up and um, then you bring power into this range. Mm-hmm. And that's a very, very important thing. If you do some stretches before to get into the right, uh, you get into the position. Yeah. Um, and then do strength training into this. Then you fill up the range that you're already, that you now got. Yeah. With power. And then later on, you probably get more of mobility. And that's a big thing because mobility is the ability to move in certain areas of your body. Exactly. To apply force in, like, to not only be able to go into a split, but like to stand up from a split again. That's, I think that's, that's real mobility. Yeah, that's real mobility. That's like an exercise that's very visual too, where yeah. you see it. There are people that can do the split, but they don't. They can't get up. They can't apply force in that position. And there are people who can go down in a split and up again. Yeah. And that's the difference between passive stretching and mobility. Yeah. And the big thing about that is right now, what a lot of people do understand a little bit wrong when it comes to stretching and mobility. Do what you really need for the things you want to do. So for most people, there's no reason to learn a split because you don't need it for anything. Except you're maybe like a handstand artist or or really into handstands and you need a very good split. And that's something maybe... Good for, for a straddle planche. If you want to cheat your planche. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, then, then you can also go for a split and being able to, yeah, just just just, just help yourself with that a little bit. But uh, for most people who do training for, for being a little bit more healthy, a little bit stronger and stuff, it just doesn't matter. And for those who are into like really strength training and maybe competitions and all that stuff. You just need the range that you need. And that's a big thing. And you don't need more and you shouldn't have less. So that's it. It's always good for your health to see that from that point uh, to, to have a certain mobility. But there's also uh, too much. Yeah. And it takes too too much time from your training to get this mobility and even into those stretches. And you could use that time to get even stronger. And that's a big thing. A lot of people just underestimate. And I would like to point that out because it's really a thing to my heart. If if you want to get it and if it's one of your goals and it's useful for you, do it. Why not? But uh, not everyone is made to, to 
to be able to do a split. It, is, yeah. it depends a lot depends on, on, on your hip anatomy. And for people, it's more har- harmful than good. And yeah, what are your goals? Yeah. So, what do we learn in the end? Do your warm-up? Do, do a specific warm-up? Do your so. warm-up sets? Don't do too much stretching and mobility, but do it. Yeah. Um, check your fatigue and get a mental warm-up. Yeah. I think, uh, I think we, we covered it all. Maybe a little thing uh, I want to add and something that I implemented in my workouts or I try at least if I don't have to run away from the gym after working out is a little cool down. There are like more the passive stretches, let's say, just to uh, very, very easy, just to wind down after after the session and tell my body the session is over and you can start to rest up and regenerate. So that's a thing that I'm trying to implement. I didn't used to, like after working out, I, I went straight uh, to the uni or somewhere I needed to be. But now I try to, to keep a little window to do that too. Um, and I feel like it helps me to just calm down after the session. Okay. Yeah. Close, okay. close it up. Well, I think we have it now. That's our warm-up episode. And uh, if you liked this one, please make sure to share it on your social media to help us a little bit spread the message. Um, and if you learned a lot and think you need some more help, for statics then you better contact Dennis right away and if you want to get the real power for yourself for weighted calisthenics and street lifting then you hit me up